Welcome back, everybody. This is Matt from Two Average Guys. Um, coming at you, it's kind of a special podcast today. We uh, got our live show coming at you tomorrow. Um, but we are gonna we do have a show tonight just with our podcast. We do have a guest. Uh, we got Jonathan Odom out of Tampa, Florida. He is a tight end, 6'6", 240, and he's on Nebraska's list of recruits for uh, for 2020. So that would bring him in and uh, chat with him for a little bit about his recruitment process. So, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be on. Absolutely. So I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me for a little bit today. My uh, my co-host Jimmy, he's not available today, so you just got me, and um, so we'll we'll take it here and talk a little bit about your recruitment process. So. Um, First of all, pretty impressed. I mean, you, you're you're a junior right now in high school. For one, your size is is pretty phenomenal, six six two forty, um, which is a really good size tight end, and um, definitely something that you know get in the weight room at a college can definitely improve your size as well. Um, yeah. Another thing I was really impressed with is the amount of offers that you have. So from what I was reading, you got offers from Nebraska, Iowa, Michigan, Duke, um, Indiana, App, App State, and Vandy. Um, and it looked yep. like three of those you've been on unofficial visits. Is that correct? Yep. Yes, sir. Very cool. So um, I did have a few questions from uh, uh, one of our followers. She she wants to know um, – you know what? What are your thoughts on uh, the role that tight ends play in this Nebraska offense? I think that um, the role that they play right now is they play a passing role, as in they're trying to trying to get involved in the passing game a lot, and you know that's something that's kind of new. As Scott Frost has brought all these um, great people that, uh, up from UCF, and I think that they use the tight ends tremendously in the past game, which I could see myself excelling at, and then also. They uh, they use them at the point of attack in the run game, which is another one of what I think some of these attributes. So that's where I kind of see their their offense compared with me. Okay, um, and kind of falling off of that or uh, coming off of that as well. Um, you know, with the amount of schools that you've chatted with, um, has there any been discuss been any discussion about um, you playing any other roles other than tight end uh, at any school? No, not really. You know, the only school is any hasn't mentioned anything else. First off, I, I, I'm a tight end. I'm that's that's what I think I am. That's what I want to be. Um, and you know, obviously, if I which I don't think I am, and the doctor said I'm kind of done growing. But obviously, <laughs> I grow to six eight. Six eight. I'm not going to be able to be tight end. Um, so my in my frame right now is pretty much how much I'm going to be like up and down wise. But they definitely said I could put on a lot of muscle mass and uh they I, I see myself as tight end only school that's really said anything about possibly moving is Indiana but they said that like they just said they don't see a downside because they say I'm a great tight end as of right now but if you know if I grow three more inches then they can put me at some uh, left tackle or right tackle or something like that but that's that's the old I see myself as I see myself as a tight end you can do it all Okay, yeah, I mean, and one thing, you know, just watching some film on you, some of your highlights from this year, there's a couple times where I saw you, uh, they put you lined out almost as a wide receiver um, on, yeah. on the far side. I mean, does that happen often in your uh, your current role with your team? Yeah, well, it happens when we start mismatches. Well, if you, there's a 5'8 DB who, who can't guard, I mean, we'll all run some phase, I'll run a couple out-flex out down the team routes, you know, that's what I see myself as, like, 
I feel like I'm athletic enough to, to do that. And I, I know I, I put that on my tape so coaches can see that I can you know, jump up and get the ball and, and I can flex out wide and run routes and get up in space and get over top linebackers and stuff like that. So that, that's why uh, I feel myself as such a versatile tight end. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, seeing a couple of those highlights, you use a wideout. I mean, it was it was impressive. I mean, and it's funny you're wearing the number 87, which uh, we have uh, a number 87. That was Nate Swift that played for Nebraska, and he was pretty impressive as well. Um, kind of a slot guy, but you could line him up pretty much anywhere, and he'd be uh, he'd be productive on the offense. Yeah, that's why I love Nebraska because they they're not afraid to have them, those big boys to tie in. I saw when I was up there, and I came out like 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 schools like. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it wasn't just short passes either. A lot of tight ends you see be used in short passes, and you were doing some wheel routes. You were doing seams yeah. down the middle of the field. I mean, you just you seem like that versatile guy that a lot of recruiters are going to like because you can do a lot of different things on the field. Yes, sir. That's why I want to bring to the table. I just want to be able to help the team wherever I can. Very cool. So. Let's talk a little bit about Nebraska. So you you visited for the Michigan State game. Um, yep. First of all, what do you, what do you think of the weather? You know, that was obviously probably for some of the Nebraska people they probably hated that. But for a Florida boy who sees snow, very very like rarely maybe I've seen it. I mean, we have a house now in uh, like a ski house in North Carolina, but I've only been there one time. I've only really seen snow like three or four times in my life, and I thought it was cool. I mean. They, everyone was telling me that that's probably the worst it's been like on a game day in a while, and uh, and I thought it was pretty cool. You know, not every day I get to see snow, especially when it's snow like that. I've seen snow, but I've never been part of something like that. Which I thought was pretty cool, and I didn't think it was that bad. But uh, it was yeah, it was cold for me, but it was. I thought it was pretty cool still. Yeah, I mean, even for Nebraska, I mean, it's been 20-plus years since it's been that cold, and it's been a long yeah. time since Nebraska's played a game in the snow. Um, yeah, exactly. So, for a game like that, I, I mean, for a game like that, definitely very uh, defensive-heavy. It's hard to get things going in the air. It was also very windy. Right. So, the tight end's job in that type of game is really going to be depending on the block game. So, that that's definitely. kind of a, a game where tight ends probably would enjoy because they're going to get a lot of action in the block game. Very true, very true. Um, so we talk about weather. What about your thoughts just overall about Lincoln and Memorial Stadium? What were your thoughts of the fans and the atmosphere there? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, even for you know, I went to two games this year myself. I don't usually don't go to too many games in person, but I definitely watch them. But you know, I went to you know a couple games, and you know, when you're zero and six, and you you're still selling out your own stadium, um, exactly. and when it's cold like it was for that game, and I was at the Illinois game the week before, and it was really cold. And that's pretty impressive yeah. for uh, for a team to sell out and. Um, you know, I, I saw the, I don't know if you saw the Kentucky player who was pretty. Okay, so I think we're, I think we're good now. Okay, so, um, sorry about that. So, um, you know, you got 0-6 and, and you got other teams that are commenting about Nebraska, how they're struggling and they're still selling out their stadium and people are showing up. And then you got teams that are actually doing really well in their conference and they're struggling to get fans to the stadium. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, to me, if I was a recruit, I'd be pretty impressed by just the tradition of a team that I don't care how, how rough it's going this year. We're going to show up to the stadium and cheer on our team. And um, oh. uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know, just the, the fans and, and how they support the team. No, I saw out. I saw it before I got up there. When I posted my offer a month ago on Twitter, I got thousands of likes and reach, retweets, stuff like that, and comments. And and then I put I sent out a tweet the day I was going up, and just said Nebraska fans, thousands of responses and thousands of comments. My phone was off the hook with just Nebraska fans. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy, and I'm, like, I'm not even there yet. Like, and and. The fact that you know some schools, some of these other schools that I've been to, you know they're they're decent, they're beating good teams, and their, their stadiums still half full, stuff like that. They get Nebraska, it's definitely on the rise. I could definitely see that. Just when I was on my unofficial, uh, they're definitely going to be some some uh, national playoff picture next year. What I think, and and just seeing how loyal their fans are, and I guess. That's something I don't want to go to a school where, you know, we have to hush our fans to stop talking about about us. You know, <laughs> when we're going through adversity, you know, I, that's, that's big. You want you know, fans to back you up, and you don't want to feel like you're fighting just you versus the world. You know, oh, that's absolutely. something I really look at. Very cool. Um, so, when you were there, did you get a chance to talk with many other recruits? Yeah, actually, uh, there's a defensive man from Lakeland I talked to. He was from uh, Lakeland's. Uh, County right by uh, Tampa, in okay. Florida. He, he was on a official there, and uh, 
I talked to some of the other guys, like when we were doing our photo shoot and stuff like that, and, and I was with the Lakeland kid uh, the entire time. So we kind of, you know, follow each, follow each other on Twitter now and Instagram, kind of stay, stay connected. So, and I talked to some of the players, you know, I just think everyone everyone realizes that Nebraska's on the, on the rise to so what Scott Frost is doing up there. Very cool. So, kind of going off of that, how about the coaches? I mean, obviously, you got. I'm guessing you got to tour the facilities and talk to the coaches. Oh, yeah. what, what was that like? It was great. You know, I love. Um, I love all the coaches there. You know, talking to Scott Frost. He was just, you know, just all these all these Florida guys and stuff like that, and all these Florida guys and um, just you know, seeing that how they all in the same place. Just something cool, you know, and, and talking to uh, Coach Beck and the tight end coach uh, and sitting down and watching film with him and just him telling me what, how he sees me playing and being versatile in their offense and coming in early and helping out the team, you know, it's just, just talking to all the coaches, Coach, uh, just they're, they're all great. Good. You know? Good. So did they, they talk to you about the uh, strength and condition you get to meet with Duval at all? What was that like? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, Coach Rudd and all of them they up with uh, uh, with him, and he kind of went through. And, and he just the technology. I, I thought that I was amazed. The technology that they're using there, how much they want to individualize each player's workout, and you know, not just just write up five reps of so much weight on a board. Everyone do the same thing because you know, we all have different body types. We all have a different workout that would the best to work out there, you know, and, and how they individualize the program and the nutrition and everything for each player to get them at the top of their game, how they know they have to rebuild the program and, and stuff like that and get it back to the way it used to be. It's just they're going in the right direction. I really like that. Well, good, good, good. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, the amount of technology, like you said, trying to get everybody individualized and on the, you know, not on the same level, but on their level of playing and their level of the weight room. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an impressive thing to be able to tell recruits and make sure that they understand that it's everyone's different. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, very cool. Um, so, a couple more questions. So, uh, this one also comes from one of our followers. Uh, she asked, you know, what are some key factors in your recruitment that will help determine, you know, where you ultimately commit to next year? Yeah, yeah. So I'm playing on. Uh, I'll just kind of give you my my uh, timeline real quick. I'm planning on taking all my official, all five of my official visits, and committing sometime at the end of next summer. And you know, I'm I want to just have a good atmosphere, a great coaching staff, and being able to to play and contribute. I don't want to, and I don't I don't want to go somewhere and and wait for my junior year. Obviously, I don't want to, uh, a spot's not going to be given to me, but I want to be able to compete for a spot and not have to, you know, wait till my junior year to play. And uh, I want to have a, a great coaching staff um, that that's, that's worried about each individual player and, you know, just to feel because, you know, I'm, I might end up living there. I'm going to be living there for the next four years of my life, maybe five. And and um, so that's about all, all that kind of play a role. Just kind of see like how the wife is and just just talking to some of the players and how they like it, you know, because they're the ones living it right now and just that was the best people you can talk to the players. And um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that whole, that whole deal. Okay. So, I mean, speaking of the players, who are, did you get connected with a couple of players while you were down there, uh, while you visited uh, Lincoln? I, I really didn't get to talk to a whole lot of players because 
Um, they they had off that day, and uh, um, I, I mean, I talked to some of them after the game, and you know, just kind of getting connected. I really, I did get connected with one. He's a linebacker from Jefferson, which is a school right next to ours in Tampa, and we talked a little bit. And he says he loves it up there, and you know, he was just coming in, mom's off there to get a workout in, and and uh, so that was pretty cool. That, that was really the only player I really got to talk to a lot. Okay. Well, hopefully you get a little bit more of that uh, in your exposure during your official official visit and get to talk to some of the tight yep. ends. And um, you know, you're you're in a good spot. And and all I know, you know, I've been following Nebraska football for a long time, and um, you know, it's a, a frost offense where I think we can use utilize our tight ends um, in some special plays down the middle and the seams, and just seeing what you can do in, in some of those with your speed and with your ability to block and, and go downfield. Um, you know, I can see you being utilized uh, quite a bit in, in the offense, especially in. Uh, the high power and high tempo offense you'd be definitely a key to the the success there so um, all right so um so as i mentioned you know it, it's it's a great thing to, to have you on our on our list of recruits we're definitely looking forward to kind of following you and kind of see what happens with your recruiting process obviously uh you know we're down to the end of the football season here and, and next year will kick up in the spring and if you get a chance definitely you know check out the try to watch the spring game because we almost sold out our spring game this year <laughs> so there's a yeah. lot of hype around the program so hopefully you can be a part of that uh you know in the 2020 season and um you know we definitely wish you the best of luck in, in your next season of football your, your senior year and hopefully we can get you in on our program and, and do something special with you definitely so, Jonathan, I, I do appreciate your time today. Like I said, you know, it's it's great to be able to talk to recruits, kind of feel what they what they see with the program and how they see the recruitment process, and and hopefully our guys can can really in and um, you know definitely wish you the best of luck on your other visits with your other schools, um, and then your your academics as well. Obviously, that's a big piece of uh, being a part of college. So hopefully we can uh, we can get you in Nebraska and uh, show you a good time here at the University of Nebraska. Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right, John. Well, I appreciate it. We'll we'll definitely stay in touch and uh, check out Two Average Guys. And um, you know, you can follow us whenever you want on Twitter, and and we'll keep up with you. Definitely can't wait. All right, buddy. You take care. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. All right, guys. So that was uh, Jonathan Odom once again, uh, tight end out of Tampa, Florida, six six two forty. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the chat today. Like you said, a lot of positives coming from the coaching staff, uh, coming from the atmosphere. He wants to be a part of an atmosphere that follows the team and really cares about the team and does what he, what uh, what fans should do and and not always get down on the team when they're having a downtime. And I think uh, I think he'd be a good fit if you get a chance. Watch some film on him. Look him up. Uh, he's got some really good blocking ability. Really good hands. Um, he can make it downfield. He can run, run a lot of different routes. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the interview. Uh, I know there's going to be a couple pauses during it or a couple of weird uh, cutoffs um, had a couple phone calls coming through so uh, couldn't quite cut it off in time anyways uh, check it out uh, share with your friends family um, follow two average guys give us a like a share rating iTunes we're also on Google um, follow us on Facebook uh, Cornish Nation Facebook page as well our live show comes to you tomorrow uh, 6 p.m. Central Time hopefully you guys can join us and ask your questions then as well once again hopefully you enjoyed your time this is Matt from two average guys have a good night